Hello, everybody. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. Holly Pulley is here to support you to step into life fully. And as humans, we have a knowing deep inside that life is meant to be a joyful journey. So today we're going to talk a little bit about our posture and our living in our bodies. And Claudia is here and she's going to pose some thoughts and and have a little conversation. Hi, Myra. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so I thought posture would be a good topic because it affects all of us. We're those who are in a body. And I've noticed how when ever someone comes to Hale Pule, whether it's students coming for a training or people who work at Hale Pule and they come to visit, there's usually a few things that are noticed in their posture, how they're walking, how they're standing, and you'll give some a few little pointers, not just in, in the asana practice we do in the morning, but also just how they're moving about in life. And I was wondering, how can we go through our lives not knowing how to stand in a way that serves us or how to walk in a way that is, is supporting our body? Mm-hmm. You know, we have so much attention now on the body, and yet it, we're, we're perhaps not addressing how is it to be in the body. And, and that's, that's the thing that was so profound for me when I came to Ayurveda and yoga, because I wasn't very far into my body. I would say that I was half out most of the time. And it makes a difference. You know, there's something to consider, and that is that we we have to get fully into the body in order to have the greatest sense of ourselves as spirit. Because in this life, that's how I'm experiencing it. I can sit down in meditation, I can go out of my body, and I can have some experience. But if I can't bring that back into the body, then what am I doing? Right. So the idea then is to step into the body fully. And and so then that gets down to some very practical things with our posture. And we can talk about it on the physical level, but really we're talking about it on the energetic level. If I'm fully present in my body, then I'll want to do what is going to allow the energy of the prana, the my life force, to actually flow in the body, in which case it will feel good. And then we won't have as much desire to do things to try to make it feel better. Uh, So we have so many things that we do with our our mind and we allow our minds to to just (laughs) run away with us, uh, getting into the future and sitting in the past. So, and this is reflected in how we sit, how we walk, how we stand. And it has a big effect on on the aging process, and primarily because it has a big effect on our digestion. And it's interesting, if you go to a mirror and you look in the mirror, what do you do? A lot of times we'll stand up some more, right? That because we weren't standing up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this is something to consider. How am I walking? And how am I standing? How am I sitting? 
one of the things we do at Halepule is that we go into this, into the Ajna chakra, we go into what we call the center of your head. So if your attention is coming from there, you know, then you have a greater opportunity for even-mindedness, for neutrality, and that will be reflected in the body, right? Because that feeling good, we want our energy to flow. In asana, I remember Erica said that she couldn't actually feel when she was in alignment, when her arms were lining up. And, I, and I've had the same experience as well. So um, how do people know, you know, other people might relate to that. How do they know when they aren't in alignment or aren't standing up? Are there any telltale signs to look for? Do you recommend people practicing asana in front of a mirror or looking at themselves in a mirror or are there other ways? Oh, yes, there are other ways. Well, the first one might be if you're going to go to a class, a good teacher would come perhaps and just touch you gently. For example, if your arms, you wanted to line them up, you know, through your chest, uh, then, then they might just give it a little touch with the tip of the finger. And then the other thing is to use the wall. So I wouldn't recommend using a mirror. Uh, you know, maybe one time you check or something like that, but otherwise I don't practice in front of a mirror because you need to be focused on your breath and focused inside when you're practicing. That's why it's so important not to be following someone, to be looking around the room or, and that. Uh, this is a personal practice, all of it is. Now, when you're first learning things, the ideal way to learn the postures is to learn to listen and then relate to your body. So in other words, a teacher who's speaking in a way that guides you to go inside in your body and, and to work with it that way. Having that sense of feeling in the body, one of the things that you can do that will help if that's, that's something that you have difficulty with is to ground yourself consciously. So for example, you could stand in Tadasana, uh, mountain pose at the beginning of the practice and be very conscious of having a grounding cord, an energetic cord from the base of the spine to the center of the planet, and then maintaining that. But the other thing is to use the wall. So for example, you can, in a standing pose like Trikonasana, triangle pose, you could put the side of your hip on the wall and line up your legs so your foot wouldn't be touching the wall. It would be out just a little bit because of the thickness of your hips. And then as you go forward and you turn the chest, then the back of your shoulder would be on the wall. Yeah. And that'll give you some guidance. So the wall needs to become your friend because it will help you with the alignment. And so there are a number of other things that you can do with that. Another nice one for posture is to take your buttocks to the wall. So you turn your back to the wall and touch your buttocks to the wall. And this will work for most people. Uh, and the heels will be out from the wall just a little bit because of the depth of your buttocks. So, and the feet should be straight ahead. So second toe straight ahead, even no matter what the shape of your foot is, that's going to work pretty well. And then you'll see your knees will be straight ahead and the heels should be right under your hip joints. Uh, so not wider, but actually at the center of the hip joint. 
You see, what we're doing is lining up the bones. When you do that, that's when the prana moves most easily. That's when you're going to have the most energy. Then the back of the shoulders, the shoulder blades would be on the wall and the back of your head and the bottom of your chin would be parallel to the floor. Try it. Now, if you have a particularly large chest or, you know, there's some other physical things, sometimes there needs to be a little adjustment to that. But for most of us, it will help us see how when I stand up, my energy flows. Uh, and that's a moment to come into the center of your head, to be in that place of neutrality and just feel and breathe. And that's a great practice to just to help you feel and get you into the body, perhaps before doing any postures, for example. But it's also just a nice practice through the course of the day. Because from there, you can just, let's say if you have a chair, or you're going to sit on a pillow on the floor, that you can just sit down but still maintain generally the same position with your feet in, and the same position with your spine and your head. Right? Because a lot of us spend so much time at the computer these days. There's that tendency to lean the head forward, especially when it's the computer's not working the way you want it to. <laughs> and uh, and so it's good to just remember, ah, yes, I can come back into the center of my head. Whatever I'm working on, I'll have more clarity with that. And and also I'll have more energy because my my spine is in its natural position. And then this goes to our posture when we eat. So now I'm going to assume that you're either squatting or sitting down to eat. Those are the two best positions that I can that I can think of. And that that you are upright. Now you might bend over, for example, you might have that little bit of movement forward if your bowl, depending on your bowl or plate and how far it is away from you. It's a good idea, though, to either let it sit on the ground or let it sit on a table rather than holding it up to your face. Uh, because when we hold it up to the face, we tend to shovel. Uh, but if you're actually having to come forward toward the food and then you're going to lay your utensil down and chew your food, then you come back upright, your body is able to actually allow the food to start to move through the body. Yeah, so slouching or collapsing your chest, those are going to interfere with your digestion. So we have a lot of opportunities to care for ourselves and not have to, you know, go to medications and go to doctors to, to sort out what's going on because the posture can have a, a, a very large effect on how we're feeling and uh, how we digest our food. Therefore, what happens in the body? The practices that you mentioned about um, doing certain asana up against the wall or even just self-checking against the wall, it's always fun to see students who um, would feel that they're, you know, intermediate asana students come and then you have them go back to the wall and do things and they feel a little bit like, oh, I can do this by myself without the wall. But then once the alignment the proper alignment is there, the the progression happens more effortlessly from with with the true strength rather than that forcing and pushing. Yes, it really does. We that's where we start to feel our internal strength. 
because of course the way the body is designed it's all connected so if i'm strengthening and lengthening in my legs then my upper body is going to feel more supported i'll feel stronger that way it's a it's a different approach to not only the asana practice but just to being in the body to be able to uh recognize that i i am i am who I am, and I'm in this body, and that having the experience in the body is a new adventure every day. Uh, you know, and some days are better than others, and it's a great example of life is ever changing. And that, but there's one thing that I can always do to feel a little bit better, and that is if I don't feel well, and and I I just is to check the posture. Because usually when we don't feel well, we do. We start slouching a little bit and, and that that's okay. Except if I'm going to ask myself to continue conducting a, a lot of life on the outside, then I can support myself better by paying attention to my posture, you know, rather than drinking a cup of coffee to try to get myself going. Uh, so just standing up and breathing and 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 realizing that I can downshift and continue through my day, and then maybe I need to take some extra rest later on. So the posture is really having an effect on our mental health and emotional health as well. It certainly is. It certainly is. You know, if you if you speak to someone who says, "Oh, I'm I'm depressed," they're usually not standing up. You know, and they're frequently not breathing very well. And so these are the two simple things that we all have at our disposal. And we might say, well, I don't think of it or I don't remember. And well, that's why we're talking about it today. <laughs> so we can remember that we have at our disposal the tools that we need to feel well. And, and sometimes we need to go to other people to be reminded. But those very simple things our honor to have this body and this life, you know, to be able to have this experience and to see how it heals when it does have a problem and how if we do something that's not very wise, that it will recover if we let it. And if I'm judging myself harshly, you can be assured that I'm not standing up well, <laughs> that I'm going to probably my upper and lower back are going to be rounded and that maybe the head is hanging forward a little bit. And that self-judgment is one of the most harmful things that we can do to ourselves. Yeah. It goes back to how all of life is connected. So if I allow myself to make a mistake and I go on and I'm not judging myself, I'll learn and it's great. And life goes on. But if I make a mistake and then I judge myself. Now I'm, I'm stuck in that hole for a while until I decide to let myself out. <laughs> and from an aesthetic point of view, we have a lot of requests for people coming to Ayurveda. You know, they want to know about how to make their skin more useful or get thicker hair and a lot of these things that, um, that it's great that people are looking to Ayurveda for this. But I also feel that the posture is one of those overlooked things because when we look at ourselves, we, we may be more focused on those other things. But actually a big part of it is 
our silhouette and our posture and how we're moving throughout the day. It's a bit like how it's not always what we say, it's how we say it. Our posture, it's that silent language of usefulness and of grace. Yeah, it is. It's interesting too, just that that whole notion of seeing a photo of yourself or seeing yourself, your reflection as you walk by and you want to kind of wonder who who is that? Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's such a reflection of how I'm feeling and how I'm approaching life. Sometimes we can look in the mirror and say, oh, okay, well, yes. And that's just a reflection of who we are today. And if I accept that, it's amazing because tomorrow it can look a lot different. Yeah. So these are things that we can all give a little attention to because it makes a difference in the aging process. It makes a difference in what kind of changes we experience in in our body and our minds. Uh, Because again, what we're doing with our mind, of course, is going to have a big effect on the body. So if I'm judging myself internally, as I mentioned already, my posture is probably not going to be very good, which then is going to disturb the digestion of food, for example. And then I'm really not going to feel very good in my body. And what happens these days is that we start blaming the body. But we can we need to really go back and start what's the what's the root of this? And how can I change that? Because we can change that. Yeah, that's some of it's a decision, some of it's practice. And some of it is what we are consuming will make that easier. If I'm consuming foods that are more sattvic, foods that bring balance and harmony, then that's going to make a difference in my ability to to work with my mind and not have it run away with me. But if I'm eating foods that are more stimulating, more rajasic and and more tamasic, then it's going to make it harder for sure. Yeah. Well, you you had the idea before. I'm not sure if we have time or if you would like to do it another time to go through from the ground up. (laughs) So going through the posture from the ground up, this is a great way to approach your individual posture, walking around in life and sitting as well, but also in your asana practice, your yoga asana practice. So if you look at the feet, taking the second toe straight ahead is going to be pretty good. There's a a lot of people today walking with the feet turned out. What this does is it changes the position of the knees and the hips, which then it creates a force of energy in your low back. So the greatest strength and the greatest sense of power will come walking with your feet straight ahead. And if you're sitting in a chair, what that does is bring your knees into a good position as well. You know, there's a little exercise you can do. uh, If your feet are turned out and somebody comes up behind you and gives you a little push, you'll stumble. But if your feet are straight ahead, you're strong. It's a warrior's position. And somebody comes up behind you and gives you a little push, you're not going to stumble. You're not going to fall down. It's very important as people age, if the feet are turned out, it's very easy for them to fall. And walking with your heels in line with your hips generally. So now we have the knees and the hips in a pretty good position. And we want the shoulders right over the hips. And you can look at that on the side, just the middle of your shoulder, the middle of the side of your hip and the knobby bone on your ankle and the bottom of your ear. 
Yeah. And that's what you're doing when you go to the wall for that exercise. Generally speaking, again, some individuals, it will be slightly different. Bringing that head up into position, think about that. Now, now your circulation, getting to the brain for good brain function is much, much easier. Those are some things just to keep in mind and play with, with your posture, because it will make a difference. It makes a difference in how you feel. It makes a difference in how you age. They're things that are simple and available to us. Thanks, Myra. I feel inspired. Yeah, make it fun, make it playful. And if you have children, play with them and work with it and see, you know, show them how, oh, if I'm slouched over, I don't feel as good. If I sit up, how do I feel? Yeah, we need to be playful with it and not rigid. Just think of it as I'm willing to get into my body to live this life. Want to say something else? I just had the thought, although we don't like to use that word, unconscious habit, but after a while, you naturally do those things without having to remind yourself. So in the beginning, it's a bit of a task to think of it, but then the body, the muscle memory kicks in. Yes. And, and your body enjoys the life force. Yes. It really does. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halipule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.